you do not strength and condition your muscles or work on the mobility of the muscles you're going to break down one day Welcome back to another electrifying episode of Traceable Fitcast powered by Asia Health Now Education Now till later Join us as we explore the captivating realm of endurance running from diverse terrain training to conquering epic challenges and even the unexpected secrets of ultra racing. This episode is a gold mine for runners and fitness enthusiasts alike. Lace up your shoes and let's hit the track. Coming to as if told me that you are over an ultra runner along with a trail runner and also you've tried recently a beach run. So how does the training for all those three terrains differ and how do you cope up with them? Yeah, so let's agree that you know not every event need to be your best, okay? Now you could always treat a event as a training run as well, right? So you need not train okay, I have a beach for example or the beach ultra. I've never run on the sand. and in bangalore there is no sand right so i took that as a training run so let's let's experience and see right what's it what's what's it like running on the sand so uh, i just ran i just trained for the distance whatever i had to train for and the hydration that's it and i i just went with open mind to learn how how it was going to feel you know running that beach ultra for the first time and it went well um when it comes to uh, running in sand the surface is only one and uh, you know you need grip when it comes to running on sand you tend to run towards the shore kind of where the sand could be tough it's not very smooth or loose and that's how you mark your uh, route and yeah keep on doing that i remember it was a 5 km loop and this was a 50 km run and the of course was 7 7 am it is hot like crazy run started at 6 am but after 7 am we were just struggling with hydration we were pouring water on 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 our heads just to keep it cool so it is difficult it's a different experience and you know you you have to take it easy just treat your runs uh, as training runs when and you can target the next event as you know as your event where you want to push but yeah this you could use the other events as well as training runs and a learning platform right right like say okay so uh, talking about the long distance runs have you faced any challenges while you know because sometimes it might happen that we were prepared for that long distance but still we face some uh challenges so have you ever faced any long distance challenges and if yes how did you overcome them and still perform the best or to the point that you expected yourself to be yes so the you may be a good runner but it always the d day when and i know the event day when you are going to perform and Uh, right from you know eating what you're eating in the night till the time you go to sleep get up answer your nature's call have your routine warm up till you reach the event 
there could be different numerous challenges that, that you can come across which you do not come across during your training you know run right so i think one such thing happened when i when we started exploring events outside the country so the recent one uh in thailand that's uh that's a utmb race so it's ultimate trail race that everyone should go to if they have the love for trail running uh we were there a week before and uh, when we were just kind of uh getting uh we used to the conditions there and the food there it so happened that just the day before we at least i started uh, you know throwing up so and everything in my system was out just a day before and i was feeling very weak on that day and staying in different different uh, conditions peed homestays can be challenging when it comes to your comfort zone when it comes to your sleep pattern and you know if you're staying in a a dorm like a dorm dormitory wherein all the runners are there and then your routine may get affected so you have to go through all this to be, uh, and see how you can best manage yourself when it comes to running on that particular day right so in thailand yes i did face the issue of of food wherein i could not eat anything a day before i started throwing up and even during the run the next day which lasted for 24 hours i could not eat anything whatever i ate i i could just throw up in no time so i i then i stuck to my hydration plain water electrolytes and maybe few oranges at times but during the run i did like throw up like five six times and it was a very difficult phase and also came to my mind that should i stop running now because nothing's going in the system that can help my body do the distance but at the same time well, you know from the past runs that i've done in my life i think that helped me build that confidence and strength and willpower to keep going but uh, i would not advise people to do that if they have not gone through all the pains earlier in life you should also learn to draw that line to understand where you need to stop right it's okay uh, that you can stop today and then come back again tomorrow and do a different event so i think you should also learn to draw that line where you have to give up yes you have to give up let's not overdo things right it can injure you for lifetime and that is not a good scenario that you want to be in so yeah utmb for life uh, <laughs> was a good experience it was a dreadful experience and i, I think i'm going to relive it but uh, in some different in other location it's a good learning now i know i took i need to carry uh, dal and rice with me and you know cook it before the race uh, race day and eat it instead of relying on food which you're not used to right so yeah <laughs> i guess the foreign element plays a factor before the race yes it does great okay do you still enjoy short distance races by any chance Oh yeah, I do. It's like okay, there's a 10k coming up, or there's a half marathon coming up, or there's a 5k coming up. I'm I'm back to that old, uh, you know, space space uh, running runner uh, who wants to do quick quick runs. So I like that. Yeah, I often do that. I'm targeting. Uh, I have a UTI Ultra coming up. 
yeah i have ot ultra coming up in april that's 90 kilometers okay but after that we have the world famous tcs 10k that's in may so i'm definitely targeting the 10k there and to see how much how how much faster can i run so yeah i'm excited to be uh, you know at tcs and yeah short runs definitely any day okay that's good to know okay so uh being a vivid runner do you feel the need of resistance training in your regime oh yeah definitely strength training is all about resistance training body weight training weight training all these are like your strength building blocks for de- uh, definitely ultra running and also shorter runs so if you do not strength and condition your muscles or work on the mobility of the muscles you're going to break down one day see you have to always target at the longevity of your uh, you know self so that you can perform consistently at every every event so these resistance training play a big role so even if people are not aware what resistance training is they should get a mentor get 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 some exercise in get that plan from the mentor you know i always stress please get someone who can guide you just don't go on a blind date or anything for that matter so yeah okay so uh taking in consideration the nutritional conditions for ultra runners particularly for the races that last longer than 6 hours what should be you know the key highlight in that area so nutritional intake yeah you have to plan them oh, basic okay whenever you're hungry you eat but you do not eat a lot you eat in little quantities because you also got to run with the same uh, weight again if you're eating more and you will have your normal five day meal plan uh, with you which is good but you can stick to that as well but also if the run is asking for some intake of food please get those calories in because you're going to burn them as well uh, when you continue running so stick to normal foods uh, it could be as simple as dal rice or boiled egg or or a potato or you know if you're uh you know looking at some sugar levels to kick in you could always pop in a you know what you call the sugar candies which is okay because your sugar levels can decrease when you're when you're running long distance as well then you have we also consume coke you know you know at times what happens is when you're continuously eating the same thing again and again you kind of uh, you know start hating the food and then that's that's when you keep switching between different different foods so that you know at least something goes in you in you that can help in some some other other way and why because i was surprised when i saw people drinking uh, you know uh, coke or any soft drink which is uh, you know rich in sugar and also eating salted chips because again it, it's a salt right so there are people who consume salt tablets but it it becomes so much nice when you have chips right like okay you can you are free to have chips <laughs> generally you avoid eating all those fried items but on the day of your run you can have all those right yeah so having chips i suppose it's adding giving things to your taste buds as well while running correct correct definitely but coke was a new addition i've never heard about you know people consuming it Yeah they do they do they consume coke 
बिकॉज जेल्स एनर्जी बार्स और यू नो इलेक्ट्रोलाइज इज वॉट वी ऑलवेज यू नो हियर फ्रॉम पीपल दैट इज वॉट वी रिक्वायर बाई लॉन्ग डिस्टेंस बट कोक दैट्स अ न्यू थिंग टू आई सपोज Yeah, so gels and you know energy bars definitely will work. So uh, I've seen the kind of variations people have when it comes to food intake. I'm I suppose it's because you get bored by eating. You know you can't just keep eating gels for hundred kilometers, right? It's it's and you just can't keep eating the same protein bar over the hundred kilometers. You have to keep switching or have variations in your food so that it it is it tastes good and you feel like eating it as well. And, I remember at times I knew like when the checkpoint I have so and so thing that I've kept to eat I was very excited to go to the checkpoint let me go and have that aram set I feel good about it and then continue with the with the race yeah so yeah so all your taste buds you know will call for all the spoons that yeah I feel this is a good strategy to you know complete the checkpoints at an early stage of keeping food at the checkpoints and you know being excited to just Go and grab them. Yeah, that's right. So I, I, there when the organizers, you know, actually put the list of checkpoints and they also put a list of what food is available where. I think that that is a good trigger fact trigger, you know, for runners to okay, at this checkpoint we're gonna have this, we're gonna have soup, we're gonna have you know uh, something good that's being cooked there. So yeah, they look forward to it. Yeah, right. As we tie the laces of our running shoes and take a moment to catch our breath after this exhilarating episode, keep in mind that the journey to fitness excellence is illuminated by knowledge. But before you hit pause, take a moment to hit the subscribe button and turn on the notifications. In our upcoming episode, we'll delve into the secrets of nutrition, gears, and accessories for long-distance running. Insights you won't want to miss on. Join us in the next episode of Race Above Fitcast. Till then, stay curious, stay dedicated, and let Race Above guide you to success.